This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Why, hello there. Happy Tuesday. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. And the phone lines are open 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Well, John Roberts uh, has halted uh, a lower court's, uh, a federal court's decision to uh, lift Title 42 tomorrow. Uh they're going to wait on a brief from the Biden administration later on today. I, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know if this is going to hold. I, I don't, I'm not a scholar when it comes to Supreme Court stuff or legal stuff, but uh, at least John Roberts is on the record for doing something. I'm looking at these people. And uh, of the video uh, out of El Paso and, and Del Rio and, and the videos of uh, the taken at night with these thermal cameras that show just how many people are ready to scooch across the border. And, you know, we were, we were talking about this on a, a couple of different levels. First off, there's going to be a lot of them coming in here to San Antonio. Baby, what are they going to do Friday night? Uh, we're talking freezing temperatures. I mean, you're you're hearing uh, all the uh, the uh, the PSAs now on on TV news. You know, make sure your plants and your pets and your pipes are okay. It's going to be cold. There's going to be a lot of people on the street uh, along the southern border, and uh, you know, it's what are they going to do, man? What are they going to do? And the other aspect, I mean, we're we're looking at half a million people showing up every month once forty two goes away, and I, I still believe it's going to go away. Uh, and I believe it's going to go away because this 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 immigration crisis is intentional. This is what they want to have happen. Uh, they they want all of these people coming into this country. They want to change, in a sense, the political dynamic of this country. Uh, they want millions, it's really this cheap, they want millions of people in this country who will vote Democrat. They'll give them amnesty eventually, they'll they'll give them the right to vote. If they get here now, they get free health care, they get all this free stuff, they get free cash, we're here. And it's all for political reasons, and if anybody loses their life on Friday because they're on the streets, because they're a migrant... Are there going to be any Democrats out there saying Joe Biden's got blood on his hands? That's their favorite line, isn't it? He's got blood on his hands. Probably not. Um, What's sick about this whole immigration thing, apart from everything, is that the people who orchestrated this, and this this crap about how it's somehow magically uh, Republicans' fault because they talk about it, and the cartel guys... This is the line now. The cartel guys hear Republicans talking about the border being open, and that's why they're bringing people over, which is nonsensical. The real sick part of this whole thing is that the people that want this to happen, you know what? They just don't care who lives or dies as a result. They just don't care. Doesn't matter. Like I say, you got to break a few eggs, right, to get what you want. Uh, Jean-Pierre Clouseau yesterday, uh, you know, the border's secure, outright lied. And then she went with the going talking point that the reason uh, we're seeing people show up at the border is because, uh, you know, Donald Trump started it, and then Greg Abbott, and, and guys like me, you know, we talk about the border being open, and this is why the cartels are sending people over. You guys are, are, are a threat to democracy because you won't shut up about it. So, in other words, if you acknowledge that this is going on, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's that screwy. If you acknowledge this is going on, you're the reason it's going on. Now, we all knew at some point it was going to be Republicans' fault, right? Because 
you know, for the for the past two years, essentially what this administration has done is pretend it's not going on. That's why no, uh, there's been no real presence, including the president, at the border because once they're physically there, they can no longer deny that it's happening. And now that they can't deny it's happening because of 42 going away and because of the stack up on the border, didn't we see this coming? Well, it's Republicans' fault. It's their fault that we have this problem. I mean, it's 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 almost childish the way they respond to their own to the, the the problems they themselves create. It's it's childish the way they lie about stuff at this point. It really, really is. When when we can all see with our own eyes what's going on, and and anybody with half a brain cell knows that this crisis began the first week of Joe Biden's presidency when he rolled back uh, all those Trump-era policies. When he when he started saying, hey, hey, come here, we'll give you health care. Come here and we'll give you all this stuff. They were interviewing people at the border at the time who were saying, they'd ask him, why are you here? Joe Biden said, come, I'm welcome. Joe Biden told me to come. And it's it's childish two years into this thing where, again, we're looking at half a million people every month once Title 42 goes away, however that happens. I mean, even if it stays, those people are just going to go home? (laughs) All those people? It's childish two years into this to now just suddenly shift the narrative and start say, saying it's Republicans' fault and, and for talking about it. And you know what, though? Here's the issue. We talked about this yesterday. There's enough stupid people in this country, they'll just roll with it. Yeah, that's right. It's all you 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 racist Republicans, man, because you don't want the brown skins coming into our country and disturbing your white institutions. You guys started talking about the border being open, and that's why the people are coming. I mean, yeah, I, I, and, and again, there's enough stupid people that'll go, okay, yeah, sure, that's what happened. I mean, I, I can't wrap my mind around this. Trey and I were talking off air uh, during Where and Rima about, you know, how do you undo this? I mean, it, it, we can't, it, the problem is so bad now. Maybe you have a clue. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. The problem is so bad now. That you can't merely, there was a window of opportunity, I'm assuming, where we could have re-implemented some of those old policies from the Trump era that would have stemmed the tide of this thing. But we are very obviously well beyond that point. We can't just put policies on the books and expect 5 million people just to, you know, (laughs) do something different. I don't know. How do you undo it? Well, the thing is, you can't. That That's the real problem here. You can't undo it. Uh, the, the only way I, I think you stem the tide of this thing, and this is never going to happen, is you've got to send the military down. You've got to treat it like an invasion, in a sense. Like an actual invasion, which I actually believe it is. But apart from that, (laughs) even if not a single person crossed that border ever again for the the foreseeable future, we got 5 million people, we think, who are in this country illegally. What do you do with them? What do you do? I mean, in a sense, the damage is done. Not trying to be a bummer. (laughs) This close to Christmas. But the damage, damage in a sense, is already already done. Uh, Because you know... That in time, and Trey brought this up, it's going to be, uh, well, let's just give them amnesty. Let's solve the problem by just giving them all amnesty. And then once you do that, well, they can all vote. <laughs> and who do you think they're going to vote for? The people giving them the free stuff. And all this human wreckage and all this pain and suffering, all this crime and all this awfulness... That's really what it's all about. It's just about votes. It's just about maintaining power. It's really that cheap. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. When we get back, uh, apparently the magnetosphere has cracked, and uh, that doesn't sound like a good thing. We'll talk about that coming up. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. 
Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Talking about immigration. Uh, here's Dexter. Dexter, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad, man. Not too, not too bad for the week before Christmas. What are you What are you thinking? So here's what I'm thinking. So right now, if you're the big guy, whoever that may be, and you're getting 10% of everything that's being made from one of your partners, and it's $300 million a month, which is $3.6 billion a year, you're going to make $360 million. So there's no incentive for you to say, hey, let's stop this. Let's build a fence. Sure, right. So you think that so, he's, in other words, is, is the big guy getting a cut of the action? <laughs> yeah, whoever he is. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, it's, again, it, we're, we're at the point now where I, I and I'm, I'm just a guy on the radio, but I don't know what you do about this. I don't know how you, how do you fix this when it's that, when it's, you're talking about that many people? How well, do you stop it? Well, I mean, I don't know. You're right in that there's not, you know, at the, at the federal level, there's no desire to do that. And at the political level. Well, that's right. Well, there's too much money to involved right. for them to want to stop. And because and so until that stops, you can't do it. So it's about you got to follow the trail of the money. Right. You got to find the individual that's doing that, whoever that guy is. Right. And you have to sit there and say, this guy is basically aiding and abetting a criminal enterprise. Right. And so you you got to stop that. And until you can do that, it doesn't matter. You can pass all the laws of the world. It's right, kind of like right. we always talk about. They pass a new law every time somebody gets shot. The problem is the law-abiding citizens, they have followed the law, but the guy that shot the other guy, right. he don't care. Right. i got to run, man. I so appreciate the call. i, I got to run. I appreciate the call, man. Let me uh... – I'm not going off there. Uh, hey, Zeus, are you there? Yes, sir. Hey, man, how you doing? Real good, real good. Good morning. Good morning. What are you thinking? You know, I'm thinking about, you know, Texas should just break away from the United States and then we could close our own borders. Hey, I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm fine well, I'm with that. Republic- I'm uh, a Republican. <clears throat> I'm a Republican, you know. Right. And, you know, instead of helping other countries, we should help our own people first. Look at California. Yeah, California. well, that's why they're all coming here to live. <laughs> No, I I agree, man. I agree. Uh, uh, thanks for the call. I just got a lot of people trying to get through here. Let's get a let's go to Judy. Judy, how you doing? Hi, I'm fine. How about you? Not too bad. What are you thinking? Well, the, you're right that the people are here if we cannot undo that. And maybe the only way forward is to find a way to educate the immigrants that they are in a system that they're going to destroy if they vote for the people they brought up here. Is that possible? Uh, you, you, you educate them as to what, what do you mean by by coming here? They're destroying our our way of life. They're destroying our system. They're destroying our economy. Well, no, no, that that well, yes, but they will have to vote for the people who objected to their coming to actually maintain a country where oh, they I got want you. to be. Well, I, I mean that's. I don't know if that's possible or not because uh, the by virtue of the fact that they came here, they got their messaging from the other side. You know what I mean? So it's a great idea. But I just don't know if it's. And I appreciate the call. I don't know if it's doable. I don't know why this my phones aren't working there. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Oh, and did you know we have a magnetosphere? Don Morgan, I've never heard you mention the magnetos- magnetosphere in the newsroom. And, and uh, James, did you know we have such such yeah. a thing as a magnetosphere? Yes, I took a lot of uh, astronomy classes in college. Well, it's cracked. Is that a good thing? Yeah, uh, depends how big <laughs> how big the crack is. I don't think it lasts for long, does it? I don't know, but we got a crack in our magnetosphere because there was some kind of uh, uh, shock wave that I'm reading was brought on by solar storms. Right. Yeah. But you know, we're gonna fly some. Folks from Safe Flight up there to uh, <laughs> repair the crack. Safe Flight repairs. Yeah. Can, we need you guys to p- fix the crack in the ma- magnetosphere, like really, really I quickly. Hope we have that, I hope we have that coverage on our insurance yeah, policy. Yeah, otherwise we're all yeah. going to fly off the planet, and that's I probably not going to be a good idea. The deductible on that thing's going to be a real pain. <laughs> 
get some Flexol up there. Get some Flexol. <laughs> Just fix it with some Flexol. The clear one. Get the clear one. Get the clear one. No, that, that, you can you can fix a boat with that stuff. Certainly, you can right. fix the magnetosphere. So yeah. we're we're just susceptible to some radiation. That's all. Ah, you know. just a little radiation. Yeah, slap all. a little spackle on that thing. Take a little care spackle. We'll take it. Some duct tape. You know, we'll yeah. take care of that crack in the magnetosphere. Universe be universing. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it Maybe is. Maybe we are in the end times. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, more and more people are believing that stuff that that, that that we're there, that we're at the end times, and you know they see a crack in the magnetosphere. It's like. If we're at end right. times, great. That's that's awesome. Well, we, I know. I, 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 I go Jesus, to heaven. But, yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, right. I'd like to. I don't know. I'd like to hang around for a little while longer. Nah, <laughs> I know how this. We know how this story ends. Yeah, we've read this book. Well, you know, I've been hearing that for years, though. It's the end times, and I'm well, like, Yo, what are you going to do to stop it? If it's if that's the case, there's really nothing you can do. I don't <laughs> except be a decent human being. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I, I don't really, and I've said this for years. I'm not a big end times theology guy because I figure if I'm doing the other stuff right, I'll be okay. Uh, it doesn't mean that I am, <laughs> by the yeah. way, because I'm not. I'm far from hoping it. to sneak in through the back door. Hoping to, uh, yeah. But I mean, you know, I, I, there are a lot of people, and I think Pew's done some research on this who uh who and you see this when you are you're living in cataclysmic times like at the beginning of world war one there was a lot of folks who felt that uh that uh it was the end times the depression people felt that was the end sign of the end times i don't know i'm not saying that i have any you know any kind of insight uh but uh certainly a, a crack in the magnetosphere <laughs> Just, i don't know doesn't sound good man. i don't know <laughs> doesn't sound good one thing when your doctor tells you that whoops or, or like spirits like demons from the other another dimension you know, start slipping through that crack <laughs> yeah, like in a like an avengers movie you know what i mean in, leaking in like slime or something suddenly suddenly all these big you know, like like 900 foot demons will start you know and we just trotting around the, the earth stay puff marshmallow man starts stay walking puff, right right yeah. and we don't have an iron man a doctor we, strange we, 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 we don't have, have any we don't have any avengers man to fix the magnetosphere it sounds like something out of an avengers movie doesn't it kind of Two one zero five. Are you worried about the magnetosphere? Is a crack in it? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll talk about some pop culture stuff when we get back. Oh, your phone's broken. By the way, I have to answer this stuff. For oh, you. is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, my phone is broken. You can still call. I just I have to let uh, James uh, pick up and hang up on you. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. Anywhere, Anywhere, anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowing yeah. and blowing up bushels of New stock by 50 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Do we have any KISS fans here in the room here? We'll do some celebrity news. KISS fans. You know, if you've never seen Kiss with with the makeup on, you haven't seen Kiss. Because I, I saw them when they put the makeup back on in the, uh, the early, no- mid-90s. And it was a, a hell of a show. And plus, they're all really ugly guys, so they really should keep the makeup. Well, I guess Paul Stanley's not that bad to look at. But it's Peter Chris's birthday. That's why I bring it up. He's 77 years of age. Oh, wow. Wow, man. <laughs> I did Peter not ex- Chris I did is not 77, to man. That. And uh, I, I, I'm going to spill something on the air here. I've been meaning to say for years. Didn't Peter kind of get the raw end of the stick on the makeup dealio? You like, know, one's a demon. Right. Thought, one's I a thought, space traveler. I thought the cat was cool. Yeah. I and the he's the cat, man. Yeah. The you cat, didn't think that man. was. I, you didn't think that was a little like wimpy that he. Oh, no, you get I, to be the cat. No, I think they, he came up with that on his own. Why? <laughs> I guess he felt he had nine lives or something. I don't know. I just always felt Peter Chris's makeup was kind of silly looking because he's a freaking cat, man. He doesn't look like a tiger. He looks like a house cat. Yeah. I never... uh, uh, drum playing a house cat. Well, I mean, he's like five foot two. He wouldn't be a convincing tiger anyway. So. <laughs> Is he a short guy? Yeah, he's not very that. big at all. I never saw him live. I never got to. But I did get to see a very good tribute band. Oh, yeah? At a small bar here in town. Oh, they were, wow. They were called Hug. <laughs> Kissing Hugs. They were called Fondle. <laughs> First base. First base. <laughs> tongue. They're called, they're called Tongue. <laughs> K- 
Kiss cover band. They were from Europe. French Kiss. French yeah. Kiss. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. I want to rock you all night long. Wait, I, I got my bands mixed up there. And that was the worst French accent I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Um, also, Steven Spielberg feels bad about Jaws. Uh, he, uh, he was talking on the BBC. Well, there's his first mistake. And he's talking about how he regrets. He's like Peter Benchley now. He regrets Jaws because it made people think bad about sharks and people started hunting sharks. He said, I still feel, I still fear that sharks are somehow mad at me for the feeding frenzy of crazy sword fishermen that happened after 1975. Yeah, they're looking for you, Steven Spielberg. They're not thinking about you, man. No. If you were floating near them, yeah, then they're thinking about. Then you. they're thinking about eating you. Why don't you just go feed yourself to the poor sharks then, Steve? Yeah, sacrifice yourself to the sharks. If you feel that badly about it, just he says, get he says, it over He with. does. He says, I really, truly regret that because apparently, and this is a true thing, between... 1970 and 2013 and 2018. The 70s when the book came out, right? Right. The book came out in the, in the early late 60s, early 70s. I can't remember exactly when. The movie was 73 or 74? Five, 75. Well, it was 75. So between 1970 and 2018, there was a 71% rise, or, or I'm sorry, 71% decline in, in the population of sharks. The book came out in 74. 74. Right. And Spielberg feel, and eventually feels bad, too, because it made people want to hunt sharks. All right. First off, Stephen, yeah, the shark's not thinking about you. You ever see a shark's brain? It's tiny, okay? This freaking coffee cup has more intellect than, than, a, than a freaking shark. All right? And plus, they're dangerous, and they'll eat you. you know, I, yeah. if, and plus, Jaws was a great movie. Jaws was such a great, it was almost a perfect movie. You know, it, I'm sorry, if every shark had to freaking die just so Jaws could exist, okay, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> Come on. I'd be no. fine with that. No, they went extinct, but we but it gave us jaws. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I'm okay. Because you know what? A freaking shark will eat you. Yeah. And and they love saying, well, sharks don't target people. The hell they don't when you're when sharks are near people. Hey, if they're hungry, they enough. target your ass. They'll eat you. <laughs> Here's the thing that they don't understand. Is I've seen that movie, I don't know. A dozen times. Oh, I love that flick. Yeah. yeah, it's a great film. Oh yeah, and I saw I saw it when I was seven, eight years old. Scared the living hell out of me <laughs> because I was living not far from where all that took place at the time. Oh, that's right. You know, so it wasn't like I was going to go down to the to the beach and get into the water anytime soon. Didn't make me want to kill the sharks. It just <laughs> made me want to avoid where the sharks are at. That kind of was my feeling. Yeah. Just made me not want to be around the sharks. Right. I leave them. I'm sure there was some gaming going on. Right. As Everybody wanted players. to be Quint, you know. Right. They just didn't want to end like Quint, but, yeah. you know, they wanted to fish like Quint. But, you know, sharks are big, dangerous animals, and they'll eat you, and I don't feel bad about them getting hunted. I'm sorry. If, if, they don't, if, 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 uh, if sharks don't want to be hunted by trophy guys on boats, okay, right. they should freaking evolve. Okay, they should. That's what I say of all animals. Stay away if, from if, you know, if you're not happy with things on planet Earth and you're not happy with human beings and freaking evolve. So you're suggesting that the sharks like grow thumbs. And then well, if they away. could, you know, they, they, yeah. But if, if you're not going to grow a pair of thumbs and start driving shark cars and stuff and making little shark video games, then, right. you know, we're going to hunt you and we may even eat you. <laughs> hey, I say that awful Batman movie back in the '60s did more to harm sharks than anything. I think you're right. You know, come I on. remember that scene. Adam West <laughs> with a shark hanging off his leg, he punching that fish, that shark in the face about a dozen times. Do and, you know? Because I've actually studied a lot. I, uh, marine biology has always fascinated me, and growing up in the water and stuff. That if you are attacked by a shark, that's precisely what you're supposed to do: is hit it on the nose. Yes. Yep. One screws up their sonar. Right. And how am I supposed to get my shark fin soup? How does James get his shark fin soup if you don't kill a few sharks, man? And second of all, how are you supposed to punch a shark in the face when you're underwater? The velocity of your punch is significantly (laughs) reduced. I think it's just a way of like, well, do something. You know, it makes you feel good. Right. You know, if you if you whoa, go to whoa, 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 if poke them in the eye, poke them in the eye. If you go to Colorado, any bear warning you you'll see has about ten really good ideas. The last one is always fight, fight. You know, so I, it's kind of the same thing with sharks. Yeah. Hit it in the nose. Just do something. Put up a fight. It's gonna bite you in half, man. Right. Because if the shark is coming at you and you know it takes a little nip out of you, it's not gonna pause while you call your lawyer. <laughs> 
to arrange start, some type of no, sub. Well, you start bleeding, and then it's a shark buffet. You know, that, yeah. that's the signal for all the other sharks to show up. And sharks have castle laws too. <laughs> you know what? Right. <laughs> Steven Spielberg feels bad. Yeah. Trey's right. Give the money back. Yeah. <laughs> give the money to like shark preservation. Right. He's not going to do that. How are you going to give reparations to sharks? Shark reparations. That's what you need, Stephen. Okay. 210-599. You jump in there. You first. With your checkbook. Right. You start (laughs) panning out reparations. It's a great whites. See how that goes for you. Right. 210-599-5555. Oh, and also one more celebrity thing. Uh, Sean Penn thinks that if you're not vaxxed, you should be locked up and put in jail. Two one zero five nine. I think he had to be put in jail for the last few, few movies he's made. When's the last time that guy made a decent flick? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Hi. Uh, Stanford University uh, is has put together something called the Elimination of Harmful Language Initiative. Uh, it's an index of harmful language that they're going to eliminate from their websites, from their computer code. Students and profs are are uh, you know told not to use these words. It's harmful language, and there are ten. Harmful language sections in this thing, in the index. Ableist, ageism, colonialism, culturally appropriative, gender-based, imprecise language, institutionalized racism, person first, violent and additional consideration. What? Person first. And they're, they're saying certain words are, are, shouldn't be said, and they're replacing certain words with other words that are cool. You shouldn't call somebody an American. <laughs> you should call them a U.S. citizen. Because if you call people an American uh, who are U.S. citizens, it insinuates that the U.S. is the most important country in the Americas, and that's a bozo no-no that upsets people. Get this. A child prostitute should not be called a child prostitute. They should be called a child who has been trafficked. So that the person is not defined by just one characteristic. <laughs> Just get them on prostitution. Don't worry about what you call it. You can't say Karen anymore. Karen is now harmful language. And I <laughs> they want to replace the word Karen now with demanding or entitled white woman. Because that's not offensive at all. <laughs> Karen is offensive. But but calling somebody a dem- you demanding or entitled white woman, there's nothing offensive about that, right? That's so much better. I thought Stanford was smart. <laughs> Accessible parking instead of handicap parking because the word handicap makes people feel bad. Uh, don't call people tone deaf anymore. Call them unenlightened. Uh, an addict is no longer an addict. It's a person with a substance abuse disorder. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, these are people, oh, you know what? It, and they're eating their own now at this point. You can't say preferred pronouns. It's just pronouns. You can't say preferred pronouns because preferred suggests, quote, non-binary gender identity is a choice and a preference. These are these are people with uh, with uh, college degrees themselves. These are grown ass adults. Get this: the institution, the institutionalized racism section, says to avoid using words like black hat, black mark, and black sheep because of negative connotations to the color black. In other words, the the intelligentsia themselves are attaching the word black to black people, which in and of itself has nothing to do with black people. Black Friday. Black Friday's got to go. Out. Let's just ban the word black. Let's just ban the word black and replace it with all the colors. (laughs) 
These people think they're making it a better world somehow. You can't say beating a dead horse, pull the trigger, trigger warning. Can't say killing two birds with one stone because they're violent. Uh, You can't call a person an inmate or a prisoner anymore. They are a person who was, is incarcerated. And you can't call homeless people homeless people anymore. They're a person without housing. (laughs) Because if you're out of doors... And and somebody, you know, you, you have no place to live. You're homeless. It's going to make your day so much better if somebody refers to you as a person without housing. That just makes all the difference in the world, doesn't it? That's just, you know, it's going to make their day. I thought they I wanted smart. a fiver, but since, you know, but, you know, calling me a person without housing just kind of made my day in and of itself. So thanks. Yeah, these are supposed to be smart people. Uh, that's Stanford University. So if now you're going to be seeing many more homeless people, uh, in this town and you probably already are with the, uh, immigration problem. Uh, but again, uh, don't offend them by calling them homeless people. Call them people without housing, people without housing. Uh, and again, uh, if you know somebody who's in jail, they're not a person, they're, they're not an inmate. They're a person who is, was incarcerated. So I'm just we're just trying to make sure we're in line with Stanford so we all feel better about stuff. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back six minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Uh, Title 42 still on hold, uh, thanks to John Roberts, but I, I, I don't know what impact if that's going to remain so, or uh, Biden, uh, the Biden administration is supposed to uh, provide a brief of some kind uh, later today to the uh, court. So I, I, I don't know. All I know is I, there's a whole lot of people along the border, and this, this problem is, is, is a nightmare. And I want to read you something. This is Kamala Harris. This is Kamala Harris on uh, on All Things Considered uh, on NPR. Well, listen, I think that it is right to say that we need leadership on this issue, in particular from Congress. Now, the president and I and our administration, we are going to do everything that's within our ability as the executive branch, and that means, again, putting more agents on the border as appropriate so that we can manage what might be an influx. <laughs> You think there might be an influx, huh? You think? It is about increasing the work that we have been increasing around arresting human smugglers. Which ones? (laughs) Who have you arrested? Uh, And it is the work that we have been doing that has been about bringing the partners and the allies together on an international level understanding that we are seeing these migration trends around the globe. Uh, In fact, in other words, everybody's having the same problem we're having along our border, according to your vice president. And in particular, uh, the work that we have done that has been about addressing the root causes of migration from, for example, the northern part of Central America actually is having an impact. Where? (laughs) Where is it having an impact? It's having an impact in that those countries you mentioned are sending their people. I don't know how they're getting here, but uh, a lot of these people, they, somebody's funding these people to make this journey. Uh, and, and she was saying this crap when they first uh, announced her as the border czar. Remember that? That she wants to get to the root causes. And so she took a little vacation around Central America. Had some great food. (laughs) Uh, But apparently what you're seeing along the border is uh, it's a global problem. It's this is everybody. This is not just us. Now, I read that to you because what she said means absolutely nothing. She just in in this response, uh, because she's asked on uh, on NPR 
you know, uh, that, that, you know, in particular, the, the question, I guess in California in particular, as, uh, Asma Khalid, uh, the White House correspondent from NPR, you know, we're seeing this in California. And he did manage to say that what we've got right now is not working. Uh, and he's asking, well, essentially, without trying to sound too critical, asking what they're going to do about it. Uh, I guess in California in particular, it is incredibly dire with a fear that things will become unsustainable in the weeks of he- weeks ahead. That's what she was responding to with that lo- that big load of bull crap I just read to you. But, you know, again... They're working really, really hard. Apparently, they're working really, really hard on this. They're working with our our partners in Central America to get to the root causes of why people are coming here. People are coming here because they're either being sent here or they're coming here for free crap. <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. That's why they're coming. All right? That's the root cause. Here's Debbie. I don't know if this is working or not. Let me see. Debbie, there you are. Debbie, how you doing? Hi, Sean. Good morning and Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you as well. I'm a nurse, and I've called in several times talking to you. And I think it's a shame that our listeners, we should be flooding the offices of the governor and trying to help him and offices of our state representatives because... Don't they understand or nobody, they're closing their eyes. We just got through going the COVID that's killed so many people, okay? Now they're going to open the gate. They're not inoculated. We're going to get a a realm of diseases coming in. Right. We already do because aren't we seeing TB in certain areas? Yes. And Mm. the American people... We have to pay our insurance. We have to pay our lights. We have to pay this and that and this and that. And Americans, Americans are broke. Right. You know, we're broke. And how do they expect people to come over and have free stuff? And as Americans, we should be mad on this because we work. Our children were afraid right. for our children. I agree. You know, it was just on on the news that these kids, these women are being taken, mm. you know, the children are being taken, the drugs are high. As an Americans, we should stand together and say, this is not right. And I don't hear people, you know, doing this. I've called the governor. I've right. called the representative. Well, you, 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 the thing we is... Need, we need a march. Well, the, the the thing is, and here, but here's the problem, and you, you probably know this already. Okay, you and I follow what's going on. A whole lot of people don't. There's a whole lot of people on the left that have they either don't believe this is going on because they're accepting what they're being told as truth, which and what they're being told by their leadership and by the president is that the border is secure, so they just run with that. They either uh, believe that it's not happening. Or they simply don't know it's happening happening because they don't follow the news, and, and the news that they do follow well, the news that they do follow is lying to them left and right. Well, well, you know, Sean, the other night I watched ABC, and the governor was on TV with ABC. They had the, I forgot her name to come and do an interview. Oh yeah, you. we were talking about her and, uh, yesterday because yes. it, it's Abbott's fault uh, that uh, this is all happening and yes. Ron DeSantis. Oh yeah, but no, it's not Abbott's fault. It's the president's fault. And for that vice president of ours to say that they're working on it, she hardly even went down there to see it. Right. I think it's disgusting. I, I, do, I agree, too. I agree. I gotta, Debbie, i got to go because I want to try to get somebody else on the line here. Let's, is it Capone? Let's bring up Capone. Capone, how you doing? Doing great, man. I'm, I've got a, a different view here. I think she's doing a wonderful job based on what you said because she's trying to come to the root cause. The root cause is America is the greatest country in the world, and they're doing everything they can to destroy that. So it looks like they're actually going after the root cause. It does. <laughs> they're the root cause. <laughs> she's the root cause. 
Her and Biden, are, her and Biden are the root causes, man. Yep, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Excellent, man. Thanks for the call. You know, how true is that? I appreciate the call, man. Uh, how how true is that? The root causes. Look in the mirror. Y- your policies are the root cause. The policies of your administration are the root cause why this is happening. But you know what? And this is in reference to Debbie. There's just too many morons. There's a lot of morons that are just, they accept whatever. They are spoon-fed by these people. Uh, I've already seen people uh, posting on Facebook, uh, yeah, it is Abbott's fault. Yeah. Trump should go to jail, you know. If this country doesn't make it, and I don't, again, I don't mean to bum you out. I, I try to be funny and try to lighten the load and lighten you up your day a little bit for you. But just understand, this is this idea, okay? If, if this country doesn't survive as is, if we don't make it as a constitutional representative republic, as what we are, if we become something other, okay, it'll be mostly because of stupid people. <laughs> it will be because of morons, okay, who, who, who don't pay attention, who don't care who believe whatever they're told, as long as the Democrat is telling them. Uh, Kamala Harris, and that thing that I just read to you, again, that was pure gibberish, and what wasn't gibberish was an absolute lie. And there are people in this country who are like, yeah, she's on it, man. Isn't she amazing? Two zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let me take one more here. Uh, Matt. Matt, how you doing? Good, good, bud. How you doing today? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Well, what I'm thinking here is, you know, all of us little peasants out here, just keep paying your taxes for your own demise. Well, yeah, because we pretty much are. That's all you're doing. We're all broke. We can't afford anybody else coming to this country. They're they're spending Congress, they're spending this money, and, and the Federal Reserves are printing it like we're just drunken sailors. Well, and he's we, asking we for about seven or eight billion more dollars, I think, to throw at immigration. But everything, everything that they're doing hmm. isn't good for America. But you guys just keep paying your taxes. So you're saying that everybody you're saying that everybody if everybody just stopped paying their taxes, you'd cut off the money flow to the to the government. Exactly. You cut the head off the snake, stop your money flow. We come up with our own new rules, which are going to be constitutional, back the way it's supposed to be. If you want your money back, if you don't want your money, then you don't. Then, then just fine. Continue doing it the way you want to do it. Be a tyrannical government, but you're not getting my money. Right. Right. Well, you know, I, I, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much, uh, man. I, you know, it's a, it's an interesting idea, but you would never get everybody to to do that. You you wouldn't get your average progressive idiot. To, to not pay their taxes. Uh, 210-599-50. Because the, paying your taxes does so much good in the world and helps so many people. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Yeah, we've been talking about some depressing crap today. And I, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's really hard to get away from it sometimes because uh, that's the news of the day. You know, we have, an, we have a humanitarian crisis on the border beyond all comprehension that was created by the current administration who currently says they're taking care of it. And, uh, again, I don't know how uh, this Title 42 thing uh, with this stay from the Supreme Court is, is going to work out. The Biden administration pretty much has said they're not going to do, any, do anything, I believe. But it's a freaking nightmare. Uh, 210-599-5555. We also had more Twitter stuff come out last night. I think this is the seventh uh, Twitter dump, and it's just more about how leading up to the 2020 elections, you had a lot of guys within the FBI who left the FBI essentially and went to work for Twitter, and uh, and and that's uh, pretty much the the nut uh, of the Twitter files uh, that were dumped uh, last night. 
And, you know, and and again, I'm referencing a, a caller from a little while ago, Debbie. You know, why don't why aren't more people upset? She was talking specifically about the border. But you know, there, there's all kinds of stuff that people should be upset about. This FBI and social media stuff, and DOJ and the FBI and social media, it, that should anger every American as well. Because we, we, we have an administration, we have a government, rather, uh, that has been weaponized against its own people. They're fiddling with elections. They were trying to win an election by suppressing information. Um, the latest Twitter files show that the intelligence community was actively involved in discrediting the Hunter Biden laptop story. Does it bother the president and those at the White House that a government agency like the FBI was involved in suppressing a legitimate news story? Yeah, I'm just going to refer you to the FBI. I'm not going to comment from here about that. Of course not. (laughs) Go talk to the guys who were lying about doing it, because they'll tell you the truth. Yeah, go talk to the guys who, who lied about Russian collusion. I'm sure they'll give you an honest answer. That's what it is. There's a colonel in this country that is not prepared. A colonel in this country is not prepared to be defeated. And you're seeing it. That's why it's a pivot point for us. That's why we're ascended. That's why we're on the move. And yes, and no matter how they deplatformed it, people got to that information. Right? Yes. The anarchists, the, the revolutionaries, everybody got to the information. And we came together and said, F- you. <laughs> right? That's exactly right. Steve Bannon. Is that the essence of liberty? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. the essence yeah. of Hell yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What did John, what did, what did Sam Adams tell the British Empire? F*** you. Right? <laughs> what did John Hancock say? F*** you. USA. USA. Steve Bannon, God bless him. But what was the Declaration of, Declaration of Independence, if not a big middle finger to the, uh, to the crown? And a King George. That's precisely what it was. But he is right about one thing. It's a kernel of people. Okay? Which, which means, yeah, he's right. You and I understand what's going on. Right? You and I see what's going on. Yes? Uh, but there's a whole lot of people who either are choosing not to see what's going on or actively want it to happen. Because it's their side doing it. Barbie, how are you? I'm well, thank you. What are you thinking? Well, I think more Americans need to get on their phones and call their congressmen, especially the Republican congressmen, so that we can encourage them, now that we voted them in, to do something about some of this. I realize we don't have control of both houses. I realize that they're still limited what they can do, but they can prepare. And I think every American needs to do their part and call their congressman because that's the only way things are going to change. Well, but again, there's a whole lot of people that are fine with what's going on. I think think that's what you have to overcome because you know what? The swamp critters may or may not do something. I don't know. And that's including a lot of Republicans because you're right. I mean, they need to get her done, but whether they will or not is, you know, up for grabs. Well, if I may, I, I would like to say that it can't hurt to to exercise your right to contact your congressman and be that um, person that keeps calling and calling and right. calling because that's that's what the essentially what the Democrats do is they oh, they yeah. use all their methods that, and we need they're very and they're very and they're hell on wheels at it <laughs> staying on no, message and and keeping all their folks you know and uh, we need to be. And we need to encourage our, our, our representatives to be a team, right. to work as a team. Because instead of dividing and conquering each other, let's work as a team like the Dems do. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Barbie. i got to run, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. Anywhere, Anywhere anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Come. They told me our newborn king to see our finest gifts we bring. <laughs> yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Johnny Cash, man. 
See, I'll be loving Johnny Cash the way Trey loves Elvis. I love Johnny Cash, man. And Johnny could sing some gospel, and Johnny could sing some spiritual. And uh, uh, I just, I love me some Johnny Cash. 210-599-5555. Um, well, I just saw something that's just kind of funny to me. The president, your president and my president, has done his first post-midterms interview. He's done a sit-down interview. Who do you think he sat down with? Somebody that's going to ask him tough questions? Freaking Drew Barrymore, man. He, he sat down and had, apparently he's done an interview with Drew Barrymore. He's Drew Barrymore. Can you just apply to get a daytime TV show? Do you know what I mean? Without having any experience in interviewing people or anything, you just if you if you're if you're famous enough, you get to have a daytime TV show. So he did. Uh, we're, we're we're waiting to hear. You know, or to, I don't know when that show airs, but I'm sure it's going to be a hard hitting interview with Drew Barrymore and the President of the United States. Um, Sean Penn also is back in the news, and uh, he's a clod, and I, I hate even really kind of bringing it up because uh, I don't like to give him the 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 attention that he so richly doesn't deserve. But I, it brings up a question I wanted to ask you: Where are you with the pandemic and stuff? Are are, are you uh, still wearing your mask? Are you are you getting boosters? Or are you like me? You're just kind of freaking done with it. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of done with it, man. But not Sean Penn. Sean Penn, for whom the life of a multi-million dollar film star is just not enough, man. He's got to be an activist. He's got to save Ukraine. And now he's a scientist talking about COVID. He was doing an interview for Extra, whatever the hell that is, and he he was asked how he felt about anti-vaccine rhetoric. And he said, this is Sean Penn, he said, it's a cowardice of conviction. Oh, look at the big brain on Sean, man. He used a cowardice. It's a cowardice of conviction. I think that it is an unwillingness to engage in a culture of common sense. At this point, it seems criminal to me. If you're not vaccinated, Sean Penn thinks you're a criminal. I really feel that if someone chooses not to be vaccinated, that they should choose to stay home, not go to work, not have a job. As long as we're all paying for these streets, we got to ride safely on them. So he wants us to be a Democrat and just live off the government, <laughs> don't have it. a job? That's it. Well, probably, yeah. Hey, hey, Sean, if I don't go to work because I didn't get vaxxed, I, does that mean I get free money from the government? I'm not vaxxed. I'm not, you're, you're not? No, I never did any of them. I, you know, I did the first one. And uh, I did it largely because, you know, my, my daughter is transplant patient and we were all, you know, we were, yeah. she's compromised, uh, immune compromised. But I, 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 I got the damn COVID in the hospital, man. I got, I got the same vax everybody else did and I still got it. And I'm not a criminal, Sean. I am just potentially You're... to be indicted or whatever <laughs> the Stanford people say. <laughs> Sean Penn wants you to be a person who is or was incarcerated. Yes, yes, that's what it is. Get it right, Mr. Upset. Penn. We don't want to upset people who are in prison. Sean, see, we, have, we don't have, quote-unquote, royalty in this country. But we do have our kind of royalty. Right? Our royalty are, would be our celebrity politicians and, well, our celebrities. Guys like Sean Penn. Guys like Sean Penn. Sean Penn, who grew up in Burbank, California, whose parents were both, I believe, in the film industry of some in, in some regard. Uh, he started making movies when he was pretty young. So the, the only life he's known as an adult is being rich and famous. And I, I, I don't, I don't have any problem with anybody being rich and famous. I'd like to try it on sometime. See how I feel about it. <laughs> I got a smidge of the fame part down, okay? 
But guys like Sean Penn, it's it's again, it's like I said at the beginning, it's like it's just not enough that you earn millions of dollars to make movies. And and bar none, at one point, I thought Sean Penn was one of the finest actors this this country's ever produced, because he is very good. I, I but he he runs his mouth so much that I can't watch his movies anymore because I can't separate the DB I'm reading in this interview from whoever he's playing in the movie. He's not that good of an actor (laughs) to get around his own idiocy. But yeah, if you're not vaccinated, man, Sean Penn. Hey, I got a roll of my limousine on these streets too, pal. And you ought to be in jail. Or you should quit your job you're not going to get vaxxed. Uh, let's go to Jim. Jim, how you doing? Oh, still out here playing in the mud. Just just two quick little points there. There's a reason that Sean Penn doesn't get paid to think, because he's obviously not very good at it. <laughs> and, there's, and there's also a reason they don't put screen doors in submarines, <laughs> as, far, as far as a mask goes. I, I, yeah, I never bought into the mask thing, to be honest with you. And in the, in the very beginning, even Fauci, they were all saying, don't wear them. The masks are, aren't, aren't going to do any good. And then magically, no, at some point, it became all about the masks. And uh, it, it became more of a politic, political identifier, I think. Well, that's all it was. I mean, right. I mean, if, if if that was so effective, I mean, you had to look up see what size a virus is. I mean, if you could breathe through it, there's a virus going through it. I mean, you might as well put up chicken wire to keep out the dust. <laughs> well, I, I agree, man. And I used to say this, too, when I put on my glasses and my glasses would fog up. And thanks for the call, Jim. Uh, like, wow, yeah, this, this mask is really protecting me. I can't wear my, I can't see out of my glasses because my breath is fogging them up from the mask. I'm pandemic out. I don't know about you. Two one zero five. Sean Penn thinks you ought to be in jail if you are. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Take a little breaky wakey. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Yeah, man. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM. 1071, I'm Sean. Nick Cannon. Who's Nick Cannon? He's a rap guy, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm a honky. I, I don't know who Nick Cannon is. TV. He's a TV guy? Yep. Uh, he's 42 years of age. And <laughs> he's doing an interview uh, with somebody uh, on, uh, he's doing an interview on the, something called The Checkup with Dr. David Agus, who I also don't know who this is. And Nick Cannon says, being a father of multiple kids, it's always the biggest guilt on me is that I don't get to spend enough time with all my children. He has 11 children. He has 11 children. He's got like two with Mariah Carey. He's got two with Mariah Carey? Yeah, they were married. What is he, Father Abraham here? I mean, he, well, he's going he's to have another one. His boys are swimming. <laughs> he's got twelve. He's going to have twelve kids. Let's see. He had his first kids in 2011, welcoming twins Moroccan and Monroe with Mariah Carey. Could you imagine growing up being Moroccan Carey? <laughs> Does that sound like a tea? That. It sounds like a tea, doesn't it? Like some kind of fancy tea you'd get at Starbucks. Can I? I'll have a Moroccan uh, Carey, please. Venti. Venti. Uh, let's see. He's also the father of Zillion and Zion. <laughs> Abby De La Rosa uh, is the mom of Zillion and Zion, and and then uh, she gave birth to Zeppelin on November 11th. Okay, if you want to have a, a soccer team for a family, that's right. You want to, you know what I mean? If you want to have a lot of kids, that's fine. But do you have to give them all stupid names? Do they all have to? Could you imagine being Nick Cannon's kid? Your freaking name is Zillion. <laughs> uh, let's see. He welcomed Onyx Ice Coal Canyon. 
with Lanisha Cole. <laughs> he named his kid Onyx, man. Uh, all these damn, he's talking about Christmas, all these damn gifts, he all just don't want to go to college. Can't afford to buy all his kids' presents. Yes, he can. <laughs> he's got money. Oh, my God. Twelve kids, oh, my God. Hey, maybe you stay in once in a while, dude, and read a book, you know? I'm just, I'm just saying. You can't handle your 11 kids. It's too much on you. Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Don. Don, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Yourself? Not too bad, man. What's going on? Well, I read something the other day that really hacked me off. Hacked you off? What hacked you, you know, off? I'm telling you. Okay. You know that at the at the time that long, tall American hating druggie was released, another white American was released. After serving her time, what are you? Ta- who who are you talking about? To pay, oh, some lady. I forget her name. She served eight months in the same prison Brittany, that Long Tall was in. Oh, Brittany Griner. Oh, 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 out oh, in Russia. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the Long Tall American hating one. Yeah, but you referred to her as a as a woman, and that's what kind of threw me off. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got thrown off here because I think that's anyway, a dude. This other lady. This other lady served her time and was released on the same day home. Now, Griner, we paid for her trip home. We paid for her medical. Well, yeah, but she checks all the boxes, this man. I mean, she's a lesbian. She's black. She's, you know, possibly a dude. You know, I mean, I got, if, if, you're a white pers- if you're a white person in a Russian jail, your ass is going to sit there forever. Especially if you're a no, white dude. Like, uh, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, no, it, it, it's crazy. I agree. I appreciate the call. State Department. Thank you. Yeah, if you call, if if you refer to Brittany Griner as a female, it kind of throws me off. I didn't know exactly who he was talking about. Because, dude, that's a dude. Don't you think that's a dude? My my breasts are bigger, and <laughs> her Adam's apple is bigger than mine. It's a dude, man. That's a dude. It's, it's like everybody, you know, don't you kind of get the feeling that everybody's thinking it, but most people just aren't coming right out and saying it. That's a dude, man. And you hear the dude's voice. That's a dude. It has a deep, dark, it has a deep masculine voice. And there are videos, which I've now seen, I can't unsee, of Brittany uh, playing, playing, you know, basketball with her shirt off. That's a dude. That's not a lady, man. Maybe it's one of maybe is 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 it possible that Nick Cannon could be her father? Is that is that is, is she one of his kids? I don't think so. I'm just thinking outside the box here. Uh, two one zero. Well, I don't know if we have enough time for more calls. I I, I just I, I know I've been talking a lot about celebrity idiots, but we got to take a break from from how horrible everything is every now and again, man. Uh, we'll see what happens today with the rest of this day in Title 42, 42 and what happens tomorrow. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm just not looking forward to is Friday. Not not me personally. But, you know, we got a lot of people out on the streets, and, and, and intentionally so. I believe this whole immigration thing was by design for political reasons. But, you know, here in South Texas, it's going to be really freaking cold on Friday. We have a lot of these folks here in town, I'm sure you've noticed. What are they going to do on Friday, man, when it's 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 re- going to be really, really, really cold? I, I, I hate to say that I think we're probably going to lose a few people. But you know what? If we do, do you think the powers that be give a crap? You think Joe Biden gives a crap? You think, you think our, our border czar... Kamala Harris gives a crap if a couple of migrants freeze on Friday. No, they they care about as much about people freezing to death on Friday here in Texas who have come across the border at their invitation as they do the fentanyl problem, the sex trafficking problem. 
And as I read to you a little while ago, your vice president, again, the border czar, believes, first off, they're doing everything possible to fix this problem. And second of all, it's not really a problem. It's global. She said that on NPR. It's global, man. In other words, yeah, we we got a few snafus along our border, you know, but everybody's having the same problem with their border. (laughs) So when they're not denying that the problem actually freaking exists, then who, and I love this new twist. It's, It's our fault. It's Republicans' fault because we're talking about it. And that's it for me. Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins up next. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.